0: Owen, hey. So, uh, brides and grooms-to-be recently have been asking a lot. What makes a good magician? Do you know, it's a
1: really good question, actually. Uh, and I spent a little bit of time thinking about it because the obvious thing to say is magical skills, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And that's certainly a, an important part of it. But I think being, uh, being a magician, there's so much more to it than that. Um, I think it's really important for any, any magician. They, they have to be likable. If you approach okay. people um, and, uh, or, or guesser, and you're not a likeable and warm and, and sort of outgoing person, they're not going to like you. And if they don't like you, whatever magic you do, and it could be the best magic in the world, they're not going to like it. So people skills, I believe, are probably slightly more important and particularly at weddings than the ability just to perform amazing tricks. Um, no. You need good communication skills. You need to, you need the confidence to walk up to a table of of people who are perhaps already talking, interrupt them, which is what we do. I joke, I'm a a professional interrupter. That's what we do. Uh, But then get them all on side. Um, You need the, uh, the ability to uh, deal with a whole range of people. And that might be a little six year old is at the table. And and there is an important guest as anyone else at that wedding. Uh, And not Mm -hmm. that I'm I'm not a children's entertainer by any stretch, but if children are there, um, I've got a whole section on my website about photographs for children. Um, you might have uh, the alpha male that you get at every wedding who doesn't right. like magic and doesn't doesn't really want to be involved, and you deal with that. It might be on an evening do, uh, the evening reception when people have been, you know, having a few sherbets throughout the whole day, and you've got that group of. 20-something lads who are all, all a bit cocky, and whatever, you've got to be able to deal with them and you've got to deal with all of them in a nice and professional and friendly manner. So I think communication skills is absolutely key in people skills. Um, it's identifying, I think, what tricks were. Uh, when I started Magic as a Hobby, I bought every trick on the planet of the earth. Um, and a lot of them for weddings and, and, and professional events don't work. Um, it okay. might be. It needs a particular setup. It might need this. And without going into the secrets of magic, there's a lot of preparation. So you need stuff that you can bang out, guest, 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 table, 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 without going back to uh, to your bag to maybe get something else or, or to reset. You need instant reset, stuff we call it. Right. Yeah. If, I'm, if I'm the bride and groom, and every time I look up, uh, having my a meal and my drinks or whatever, and, and the people that are approaching the table, if every time I look up, the magician is over in the corner in his bag. It might be that he's only done that for a few seconds at a time, but if it's every time that they look up, people will think, "What am I paying him for?" Every time they look up, he's you know he's, he's over at the corner of back, so they need to see you at table, 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 and hear the applause and hear the hopefully cheering and whatever. Um, so the, the magical skills are important, mm-hmm. but other skills are equally, if not more, important. And when it comes to wedding uh, magicians, you need one that is experienced at doing weddings because. Okay. Magic clubs up and down the country have got uh, keen amateur magicians who uh, technically they might be brilliant. But we, um, as well as being magicians on the day, I think we're, we're problem solvers. So we solve the problem that all well, if we lay with the photographs and all the guests are left mingling and they don't really know each other. And the, and the two families who have not met before, how do we break the ice? Well, a magician does that for you. So we look after the guests when, when you can't be with them. Uh, and that's the same thing of the day. There, there's not a table plan on the planet that everyone sits with the people they actually want to sit with. And, and, and I spoke to guys at length about this, and that, and, and it, they tear their hair out for months thinking, well, we can't put Auntie Jean with Uncle Bob because they divorced 10 years ago, and we can't put them on that table. because And it's just getting people speaking and, and, and that conversation point. So we, we, we solve problems very much. Things that they need to make sure is that a, a wedding magician's got public liability. Um, yeah good feedback um, and they've got evidence that they do a lot of weddings because I, I see wed- uh, wedding magicians all the time say how busy they are doing weddings yet yeah, you look at their social media or their website and there's no sign of it whatsoever I know on mine, this year there's 60 something weddings on, on my Instagram of weddings that I've done so people should look at who, who is actually as busy and obviously as popular and as good as they as they say they are so I hope that answers the question. We have a long answer, but there's more than just being able to wear them with magic. There's a whole range of stuff involved.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting because i would never even considered the idea of really you being a a people person first uh, because you'd assume that a magician would be a magician first. But obviously the people skills are, like you say, really, really important. And then secondly, being seen to be busy. Yeah. I, I think so. And, I mean, and, and that's something that the bride and groom necessarily wouldn't think of beforehand, but perhaps on the day would find quite stressful if, if uh, the magician wasn't being busy.
1: Uh, absolutely. Um, and, and they're paying us a lot of money to be at their wedding, uh, yeah. so they need to get the absolute best and the absolute value for money. And, and you could have a £200 magician and not get value for money, but you could have an £800 magician and get excellent value for money, and, and that's right. the difference. Uh, it's people, getting people who know what they're doing and, and do do the 50, 60, 70 weddings a year that, 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 that mm. the good wedding magicians will be doing. They'll be doing, particularly in the summer, two a day throughout the summer, um, right. the weekends anyway. Um, so, yeah, that, that's what I think. Just, Excellent. Just
0: my, <laughs> yeah, no, really, really good answer. So uh, we've got a couple of fun questions for you, actually, okay. Uh round things out do you have a favorite wedding ever and what made it so um, yeah the people make
1: a wedding for me um and I, my favorite weddings uh, there's a couple of not name and it would be unfair but um, okay. if you get a good fun bride and groom and, and i've had a couple this summer that were just brilliant and and when they're fun uh, and laugh and want to enjoy the day um everyone does i think i think the um the guests will bounce off how the bride and groom are. And I've mm-hmm. had a couple. One one recent one was um, they were both uh, in the forces uh, and, and a lot of forces people there. And I love our forces people. Right? And they just all want to have a great time and have a laugh. They're very respectful as well. But the whole thing is about fun. And I okay. think even, even a more formal or posher venue, if you can get a fun couple and a fun wedding, then those are the ones. So there's been a couple this year. There's one last year with with a bride and she's on my show wheel and, she was just so much fun. I'm like, that's going straight in my show reel. That, that will sell me better than me telling people. Sure. Um, so, so, yeah. So sometimes when you when you get to an evening do and they've had a wild day, they can be the most fun because I, right. I I bounce off how people are with me. So if it's a quiet, calm wedding, you tend to be a little bit more quiet and calm. But if it's a wild wedding, then you get there at 8 o'clock at night and everyone's it's like, wow, right, here we go. And you just know. You go speed. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm not suggesting junk weddings are always the best. That's not I'm suggesting, but fun weddings, but, but they, yeah, they they can be
0: <laughs> brilliant. And what would you say is the most important part of what you offer? I think you might have covered that slightly before, but let's let's really drill into it.
1: I, I think so. It, it's the knowledge that you will get somebody, uh, and that's just not me. I'm talking about. I'm not that big headed, but anyone who um, is a good professional wedding magician is you're getting uh, you're solving problems on the day. So when mm-hmm. there's and there's lulls. I mean, a, a, a popular way, a popular booking is the lull between the wedding, breakfast and the evening where if people aren't staying or there isn't rooms or accommodation, they're, they're literally sat around, twiddling their fingers up and each other going, what are we going to do now? It's like another two hours to the evening, We what are we going to do other than drink? Um, so it, it, it's, it's filling gaps and it's keeping people entertained um, when the bride and groom can't be there uh, and we look after their guests for them.
0: Right. Brilliant. Again, not something that the bride and groom to be would be thinking about prior to the wedding. They're thinking, I'm going to book a magician. I want magic at my wedding. They're not yeah. thinking about plugging that hole or, uh, you know, keeping the momentum going.
1: Absolutely. Because often the um, it, it, what I often find is if the wedding um, ceremonies at a church or a different venue from the reception, it's amazing how people get lost, even if it's mm. half the and they, they perhaps pop to the shop because they want to get the little hip flask full or whatever they do. Yeah. Um, and they arrive at the venue in jibs and drabs and, and it can be 40, 50 minutes between the first guest arriving and the last guest arriving. And if the bride and groom perhaps go for photos, well, they'll have some at the church, but sometimes they stop at a local park or a local, um, you know, local uh, touristy place. Um, they'll go for photos there and the guests are just looking at each other going climbing well, time are they getting there. And they can get restless and, and the, and the canopies can run out. And so a magician will go around and, people will just be watching it and and they'll forget about the fact that the bride, you know, half an hour, like turning up to the venue and whatever. So yeah, we, I I like to call this problem
0: solvers. Brilliant. So avoiding that buzzkill. That's uh, a really useful, a really useful thing. Yeah. Great. Oh, and that's been fantastic. Thanks very much for your time today. Um, Fantastic information shared there. Very impressive. Uh, Hopefully we will speak to you again soon. Speak to you soon. Thank you. All right. Thanks a lot. Cheers,
1: Owen. Bye for now.